Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, August 24th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Sex workers who usually walk a fine legal line say they are experts at navigating Missouri's abortion ban. Sex workers offer a beacon of of wisdom, guidance, and hope in a post-Row world. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Farah Anderson will report on an abortion access fund for sex workers in Missouri. The first of three former St. Louis aldermen charged with corruption involving development incentives has admitted to his role in the scheme. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on yesterday's court appearance by John Collins Mohammed. What to say to the city of St. Louis? Residents, anything to say to them? Collins Mohammed did not speak to reporters as he left the federal courthouse in downtown. He pleaded guilty to three felonies for taking cash, campaign contributions, and other gifts in exchange for helping a developer get incentives. He also admitted that he helped connect the developer with his two co-defendants, Lewis Reed and Jeffrey Boyd. As part of the deal, the federal government has agreed not to file any additional charges related to the scheme. Collins Muhammad will be allowed to remain free while awaiting sentencing, which is set for December 6th. Federal guidelines call for anywhere between two and a half and four years in prison. Reed and Boyd are set to plead guilty on Friday. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. A local Democratic Party official is the newest member of the St. Louis Board of Aldermen. 22nd Ward Committee woman Norma Walker defeated her only opponent to fill the ward seat. Turnout was less than 9%. Walker will serve the remaining eight months of Jeffrey Boyd's term. She will officially join the board when it returns from its summer break next month. Redistricting means Walker will run next year in the new 13th Ward if she seeks re-election. A former U.S. attorney is scrapping his independent campaign for the U.S. Senate. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more about John Wood's departure from the race. Wood was trying to appeal to conservative voters who don't like how the GOP continues to deny that Joe Biden won the 2020 election. He pulled the plug on his campaign on Tuesday citing the unlikeliness that it would succeed. University of Missouri-St. Louis political science professor Anita Mannion says it was an open question about whether Wood could make an impact, especially since Attorney General Eric Schmidt won the GOP primary. The folks who make the rules about elections are Republicans and Democrats. (laughs) Thus, it's not easy for someone who's not in one of those two parties to win. Schmidt is squaring off against Democrat Trudy Bush Valentine in November. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. A St. Louis County Republican is ending his re-election bid and becoming the chief of staff for an incoming state senator. State Representative Bruce Degrote of Chesterfield is withdrawing from the 110th District contest. He's planning to become the chief of staff for state senator-elect Curtis Trent. The Springfield Republican is running unopposed in November. Degrote is a former Chesterfield City Councilman who handled some major legal and criminal justice bills. He helped pass legislation this year that would allow infants born in prison to remain with their mothers for up to 18 months. Republicans will choose a new nominee in the district that includes parts of Wildwood and Chesterfield. The new candidate will square off against Democrat Josh Thaxon in November. Congresswoman Cori Bush is headed to Colombia and Mexico. The St. Louis Democrat is part of a congressional delegation meeting with Colombian President Gustavo Petro 
She'll also be talking with Mexican officials about climate change, guns, drug trafficking, and immigration. A Bush spokeswoman is not revealing the dates of the trip for security reasons. Bush recently won a Democratic primary for a second term in a landslide. She is heavily favored to win re-election in November against Republican Andrew Jones. An educator and accomplished musician will be the new leader of Jazz St. Louis. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports. Victor Goins has a long resume in the classroom and on stage. He led the Jazz Studies Department at Northwestern University for 14 years and has played clarinet for decades with the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra and the Wynton Marsalis Quintet. Goins says he wants to use his public profile to get more people through the doors of Jazz St. Louis. I'm hoping that my presence in the world will help bring not only the community of St. Louis closer together as an arts community, but to bring the world to St. Louis so they can actually identify all of the great things that the city has to offer. Goins takes the reins in September, but will be on hand to meet and greet at the organization's annual fundraiser October 14th. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri banned nearly all abortions after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Now, sex workers in the state are mobilizing for access to out-of-state abortions. St. Louis Public Radio's Farrah Anderson reports. Abortion rights advocates have an arsenal of tactics to fight back against state abortion bans. Lobbying, raising money, encouraging voters to back candidates who support access to abortion, and setting up abortion funds. But their most powerful weapon might be an army— local grassroots groups. Maggie Olivia works with Pro-Choice Missouri, the largest abortion rights organization in the state. Olivia says local groups are essential to helping people who need abortion to get them because they're in touch with the community and know what challenges they're facing. It's going to be these grassroots groups on the ground who are going to be the folks that will be there to serve people when the state has let them down and cannot meet their needs. And one unlikely group is leading the charge to protect abortion in Missouri. The MoHo Justice Coalition is a statewide organization of sex workers who advocate to decriminalize and destigmatize sex work in Missouri. The coalition is creating an abortion fund to help other sex workers in Missouri pay for the costs of an abortion in Illinois. On one blazing Friday afternoon, Volunteers set up tents and card tables on a busy corner of Wellston, a municipality in North St. Louis County. Sex workers Miani Hickman and another, who goes by the name Esmeralda, fill bags with condoms, pregnancy tests, and emergency contraception, which people are happily surprised to find. Do you want some condoms too? Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah. Oops, Oops, yeah. There you go. Esmeralda, who joined the coalition this year, has had two abortions. She says she wants others to have the same access to care. Knowing that I had that option and how difficult was at those moments in my life and knowing now that a lot of like people, um, not they don't have the option that I had. And it put me in a position of like, I need to do something about this. Esmeralda says she began sex work during the pandemic to make ends meet. She says access to abortion is critical for sex workers because pregnancy could be a part of the job. Sex work is with our own bodies, and um, we're always in the verge of, like, you know, getting pregnant or getting an STD. Indigo Han, Moho's co-founder, 
says everyone who is advocating for abortion protection is ultimately fighting for the same thing. Because at the end of the day, what we are all advocating for is for people to be able to be in charge of what they do with their bodies. Han says those working to protect abortion access could look to sex workers for help. Sex workers are not only an insight into the playbook of reactionary policies and what they might target next, but also what are ways of finding solutions. Now, Han says the community is ready to lead the fight for abortion rights. Sex workers offer a beacon of, of wisdom, guidance, and hope in a post-Roe world. That's because they've long had to walk a fine legal line. Heather Berg is a professor in women, gender, and sexuality studies at Washington University who studies sex work. She says old laws that make it illegal to transport sex workers and new ones that shut down websites where sex workers advertise make the work risky and could be used as a template for laws that make it illegal to help someone get an abortion in another state. She says the workers are experts in staying safe and navigating new abortion restrictions throughout the country. Sex workers always warn with policing and surveillance policy that they won't be the last ones, that they're canaries in the coal mine. Now, they say everyone affected by restrictions to bodily autonomy needs to join the fight. I'm Farrah Anderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.